0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Come on here to another episode, another edition
1: of You Better Say That. Because it need to be said. What's up, bro? Oh, man. Everything is
0: lovely on my end, man. It's, well, you know what? It seemed like it's much longer of a time elapsed than what it really is whenever we connect and record another show, man and i know that that speaks to your life being full my life being full uh i believe that we have done a tad bit better on linking up right and recording our show man i am excited about it i'm excited about uh this episode as i am with all the others, man. Uh, but what's happening with you before we jump into it? What's going
1: on man, with you? It's, it's been super busy, bro. I'm steady learning more and more about the nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. And what that looks like is everybody that I talk to wants to do better mm-hmm. or wants to help someone do better. Okay. But there's a lot of dynamics in that, meaning from one day to the next, a person who's trying hard and wants to do better is the same person that's misleading a group or misleading other individuals into wrongdoing. And so oh, I have man. to guard not only against disappointment, but at the same time realizing that everybody is not going to change overnight and it's not my job to change them. And uh-huh. then on the other end, you have people who want to help people, but they don't even realize the problems they have. Uh-huh. And so what that basically... Creates for me is a situation where I have to do a bunch of listening, I have to be patient, and I have to be prayerful. But I tell you what, it's worth it when you see somebody help, when you see something change that helps others, and that's what I've been up to.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Uh, were you are you operating in an arena that's foreign to you? No. So you you how were you how were you uh, prepared for situations like this?
1: Because in a prison with twenty nine hundred men, I used to tell people, I said, "Bruh, you want people to love you, but you've given up and run off on them repeatedly." We talking about in prison, uh-huh. meaning people are help different individuals, and those individuals not only a mess over them one, two, three times. But four and five times and then look crazy at them when they come back and they like, hey, I got myself together. And so that taught me a lot of times that I have to be patient and understand, man, when you hurt someone, they may not get over it as quick as some people. And when you betray someone, they may never forgive. And so in the midst of me navigating in those types of relationships for decades, I'm prepared for this. Okay, all
0: right, all right, well look, here. recently, the recording artist, Robert Kelly,
1: <laughs> known
0: as R. Kelly, he was uh, he was tried and convicted in one state. he from what I understand, he has charges in several different states and one of the states here recently, found him guilty and they sentenced him to 30 years in prison and the charges range in variety but the, at the core of them uh it deals with uh, sexual assault you know sex with minors and mm-hmm. things of that, of that magnitude and what you have you have a a, 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 a demographic of people that split you have uh folk, grown folk. Some are saying, man, we need to be able to separate the artist from the human. We need to be able to pre- appreciate his musicianship uh, and not approve of what he did when the instruments were cut off. I, I can separate that. And then you have some that's saying, I can't appreciate the musicianship when i think about the lyrics that he's performing he's talking about doing these type of things to 14 15 year old girls while he is a full-fledged adult and so some of the people that are engaged in these type of uh conversations they are people of faith and when you was talking just now about how Uh, You can see situations where uh, some folks are reluctant to forgive others. Some just flat-out refuse to forgive others. And this and another, that came to mind. That brought that to mind because I do not condone any of the activities that this man was uh, convicted of. I don't condone any of those activities. I really don't. I truly don't. However, I understand that I am consistently forgiven for things that I do on a daily basis. And so I try to be careful and mindful to not stand up on top of a soapbox and say, uh, well, I hope he gets this and I hope this for him and I, and I hope that for him, you know, this, that, and other. You know, because I, re- I realize daily that although folk don't know what it is that i'm doing it's not it's not because he's a public figure his stuff is played out in everyday life tmz and certain news circuits and newspapers where you know they still do print newspapers and uh internet and uh, 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 uh social media platforms it's all over uh uh, uh 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 radio djs discussing it you know and so my stuff is not played out as publicly as his is Okay. And so I, I I keep that in mind. Uh, tell me what, where you at with that. What, what, what you know where you. What's your viewpoints on that? He still has some more charges uh, in other states to be heard. Uh, when, but what, what you give me something
1: on that? When you ask my viewpoints, I haven't had this discussion but with one other person, uh-huh. and I believe it was the day that R. Kelly was sentenced, and so. Let let me tell you a little of that discussion. He basically asked me, what did I think? Okay. And I said, well, I didn't watch the documentary. I haven't followed the trials or heard the children or, or any of the evidence. But I said, the first thought that I have in my mind is some of the songs that I've heard R. Kelly sing in the past. Okay. And based off of some of the songs that I've heard him sing in the past, I believe that R. Kelly knows something about Jesus. Okay. I don't know what he knows about Jesus, I don't know what he doesn't know about Jesus, but based upon that song that I used to listen to, Prayer Changes Things, uh-huh. I believe he knows something about Jesus. So the thoughts that came to my mind. Uh-huh. Because I've been one who I knew of Jesus, but I wasn't in a relationship with Jesus. So I could be doing criminal acts, clubbing, drinking, making up diabolical schemes in my mind. But if you ask me, was there a Jesus and a God, I tell you, yeah. And so all that came to my mind, and I said, I believe that he knows something about Jesus. And this is something that I found out in my personal life if you know anything about Jesus you know about sin Yes, sir. and if you know about sin then you know as they say in the church sometimes sin will take you further than you want to go Mm. keep you longer than you want to stay and cost you more than you're willing to pay now that's what I used to hear a lot of preachers say but I found in my life Mm -hmm. that when according to my conscience, I have done things against it. Sometimes the consequences don't exactly match the actions, but when I sit down and I have time to think about it, I see why I'm in the situation and circumstances I'm in. Okay. So to be quite frank, the only thoughts I have about R. Kelly at this present moment Is if I were in R. Kelly's situation, and I were guilty or I were innocent, I would want people to pray for me.
0: Most
1: definitely. And if R. Kelly continues to stack up sentences or the state in which that he got thirty years, my prayer would be that he would not only come to know the Lord, but that he would utilize the gifts, graces, and talents. That he has as long as he's living. To bring glory to God. Now I know that doesn't match. A lot of the rhetoric. Or other discussions. That other people are having. But I'm just saying. I've been through enough in life. To understand to me the most important thing. Is where a man is going to spend eternity. And how is he going to live this life now. To help others. And being one who has been guilty. Of harming others. In the past through acts of violence. I know what it is to be forgiven and I just can't help but say I hope that before his life is over somehow God gets the glory.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what I think.
0: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: let me add this. Cuz there may be somebody listening they like, "Oh man, that's this that another." Well, I would say to you, sir or ma'am, when I was a criminal, I could care less what other people thought about me loving money and women. Um, so now that I love God, I'm not going to say I could care less, but I'm going to say I'm on what I'm on.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I, I just find it, man, I find it extremely interesting to say the least that, because uh, I would see the stuff after his sentencing, I would see it on, on Instagram. Uh, I may have seen a few on Twitter where they were saying uh, good riddance and uh, just really, really vile things, really vile things toward him.
1: And do you think um, that that came from a place of them being disgusted with the acts that he was accused of doing? Or do you think that at the bottom of some of those comments was petty jealousy?
0: I, I think along with what you just submitted, I think that also intertwined and in all of that was, it was it's almost kind of trendy to come up with a a slick saying for him. What, I'm, what I mean by a slick saying, I believe that some of it was motivated by, let me try to outdo the meme that you just made that's uh, 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 celebrating his prison sentence. You know, you had one uh, one guy. He came up. He said, "Man, just imagine winning the talent show in prison for three years straight, and then R. Kelly walks in. You know, and you know your reign is over with. You know, and then you know, and, and I feel like there were people that was trying to outdo the last comment that was made, and it just so some of it, I sincerely believe." They don't have any base. They don't have any base. They just uh, try to say something for shock value and something for light <coughs> or whatever like that. And then there are, those, there are some that are genuinely disgusted by what this man did. In all of it, Jake's. what I'm saying is this. Wherever you stand, my my, my thing, let me off because I asked you what you thought about it. This is what I'm thinking about it. Uh, my thing is this. Please consider yourself. Consider yourself. That's all I'm saying. And, and, and whatever you said about R. Kelly and he deserved it, I'm not here. I am not being an advocate for what this man is convicted of doing. I am, I com- I'm staunchly against any kind of sexual crimes or, or crimes, period, of any nature, you know. Uh, but what I want us as a public to be mindful and to be, because some of those, like I said, people of faith. What I was encouraging them is this, say, man, don't, just because you have not been convicted of doing what he was convicted of doing, man, don't sit up there and think that you have arrived or think that you are removed from seeing altogether or that you have latitude to just have a, a party on him. You know that's that that's my thing that's my whole take uh on it you know and it, and it and it made me think about it when you were saying that when you spoke earlier about the forgiveness and how some folk will forgive others and not forgive it's kind of like you picking and we dealt with that with that when we were incarcerated we've spoken on it time before how a lot of time when you come into the uh into tdc i could speak about tdc when you come into tdc and you arrive on the unit and you have a very violent case, a very violent case, uh, aggravated assault, uh, murder. You know, you shot somebody or you beat somebody up real badly or you stab somebody. There is a sick consensus inside the prison population that will allow you to be paraded about while you are on the facility and looked at with esteem and regard. On the other side of that spectrum is if you were an abuser of drugs, Uh, you weren't selling drugs and trying to have a lot of money, but you was the one that was using drugs. You was the one that was selling your your, your family's VCR and all that old type of stuff. And you was the one doing that, well then you frowned upon. You know, you frowned upon if you, uh, committed any crimes against children and and, and this that and another but everybody that's inside the facility is hoping and praying for a day of release they hoping and praying for another chance you know and and and, and there's something like the cash system and i was guilty of that at one time early in my incarceration period I was guilty of that. I was guilty of that myself. It's like, oh man, you shot two dudes. Oh man, you real man. You you the type of cat I would mess with in the world. But this what I did this and this I did that. You know I'm saying stuff like, man, you are not ever get out. But here it is. I'm the one, I'm standing in need of prayer. <laughs> I'm saying this person ought not ever get out. But here I am running around asking folk. To write letters and to call people and to pray for me, so I can get out. You know, right? But I couldn't see the worth, the worth or the worthiness of someone else getting that very thing that I was asking for. So that's all I'm. That's my take on it, man. That's my take on it. Um, And there are two people in particular that I remember. One day I was sleeping and I had a dream. I was like, man, what if they went? and visited with him uh uh, and and just share with him and let him know hey man you're not you're not alone we just wanted to come up here and visit with you and let you know that the lord loves you man and that we're praying for you not for your not so much for your uh uh, 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 your your legalities but we're praying for you the person you know and the two people that uh that i saw in my little dream that that uh that I contact, I do not have access to these people, but I was, in my dream, it was like if I was a person that could call them up on the phone,
1: Yeah,
0: I would reach out to them, it was uh uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant and Kirk Franklin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I cannot explain to you why those two men were the two men, out of everybody that I could fathom, mm-hmm. why those two were the two that, <laughs> you know, I, I but that's what I did you know I, I I text him or I called him or something in the dream I said man y'all go see him man y'all go see him and just love on him and, uh, and let him know he's not by himself and that the Lord is still
1: able I would also yeah. add that I doubt and I could be wrong I said I doubt I doubt very seriously that all the energy and resources and time that have been put into discussions such as what we are having today half of that has not been put in the same way towards quote unquote the victims of his crimes. If he's guilty or if he's not guilty whoever is claiming that they've been victimized I'm saying that I personally don't believe that they've received half Of the energy, concern, discussion, or anything else that R. Kelly has. Yeah. And that's where a lot of times when I'm in discussions, I said, okay, we disagree about this. My question to you is, why are we stagnant on him Uh and there's no attention being paid to them? And if anybody were to say, well, you know, we keep identities secret. I'm not talking about them. What about the ones that went public? Uh Not trying to get an interview with them. Not trying to convince them to sue this or sue that. But saying, hey, I just want you to know that you love. I want you to know in the midst of whatever occurred or did not occur. Because honestly, I'm not God. I don't know the truth. Just know. We care about you. Uh-huh. Can I just pray for you? Uh-huh. And I'm telling you that a lot of people, if you're on the same social media feed, I don't think you get that much kickback. They're just all going on with that. But you want to stir up, keep up, mm-hmm. and argue about R. Kelly.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I know that that uh, that they have a special on Netflix. uh I want to say it's called surviving r kelly and uh there are some some folk speaking out uh i don't know if from that you know if netflix I, if, if they gave them some of the proceeds from the viewership
1: let, let me say this if even they, if they did just mm-hmm. a little bit i say the little bit that i know about it because of that it documentary that, had, but that but, uh, that stirred up a lot of court systems uh, or, or judicial powers to, let's take a look at this. But my point is this, since the documentary, mm-hmm. since the next fli- Netflix, what have individuals as a whole, for everybody, including me and you, who's had anything to say about R. Kelly, Mm-hmm. What have we done, said, or prayed towards the quote-unquote victims or the accusers of R. Keller? And I'm telling you, I believe not half.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that could very well be so because uh, that brings to mind the tragic helicopter crash that claimed the lives of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and seven others. You see how they are mentioned as seven others? Right. You know, and and, and, and so uh, I believe that, I believe you could be on to something when you say that. I really, really do believe that you could, but you know, the late Tommy Deal, he said something, I heard him say something one day, we were talking, and I never forgot this, and, and, and it's documented that I do not have a memory that could just call up stuff. But this, <laughs> this, this stuck with me. This stuck with me, man. Uh, TD said, we judge ourselves by, and now let me make sure that I don't miss. I can quote. help you with it. When he say we judge ourselves by our intentions. Correct. While we judge others by their actions. Correct. Say, man, when TD dropped that on me, I say, God, uh, man, I chewed on that and I chewed on that. I took that all the way with me back to the dorm. And I just chewed on that to break it down and see, like, what? I, I don't want to just be saying something, but let me break that down and let me see if there's some validity to that. And when I thought about it, I said, boy, he got me. I say, if you don't hold true to anybody else, he got me, because how many times we have had plans or intentions on doing something, but the reality of it is, we did not carry it out. We didn't carry it through. And whatever prohibited us from carrying it through could really have been substantial or valid. The bottom line though, Not get it done, and we have an expectancy of them. Man, all I know you didn't do said, man. You told me you was gonna do it, man. You ain't do it, man. Man, my man, hey man, I had a flat tire, man. Oh man, go on by the flat tire, man. Go on by the flat tire, man. You could have called Uber, or you could have, you know, we come up with everything for how Pete and Larry could have done what gonna do, but when it comes to us. Man, how you not understanding that this, this, this happened, man? That's what kept me from doing it. You you understand what I'm saying?
1: You better say that.
0: Yes, sir. It needs to be said, man. <laughs>